0: tuning in to Art and Business and Murals, a podcast about running a small creative business with interviews, artist stories and industry tips. I hope this podcast keeps you company on what can sometimes feel like a solo journey. And welcome to the Art and Business and Murals podcast. This is episode 13. I am your host, Sarah Scully, and today we are talking about the great Instagram experiment of 2023. Yes, I know it is 2024 now, but I did this experiment this time last year and then I'm going to give you my thoughts coming into this year. So I really wanted to grow my Instagram following. I started at 1,600 followers and I wanted... 50,000. Yes, I was one of those people that scroll on Instagram and see artists with 50,000 followers and think, oh gosh, they might get sales all the time because they've got so many followers and that's what I wanted. So, I had listened to and watched and read a million different pieces of advice and I was feeling very overwhelmed by all the advice so I decided to break the advice down into two-week chunks and I was going to test them all to see which ones brought in the most followers with the least amount of effort because at the end of the day we want to get on with our business and not spend our lives on Instagram. So, I broke down each fortnight into the number of followers that I ended up gaining, the toll that it took on my mental health, any tips that I had from the fortnight, pros, cons, and the overall enjoyment of that process. So I thought I would share this with you all now. All of this is available in a blog post. that's over on my website and I'll put a link to the blog post in the show notes. So the first week wasn't really part of the experiment I spent the first week just kind of jazzing up my profile making sure that the my profile picture was my logo and that all my highlights looked great and my bio was up to date and my link tree was working and I was ready to go viral So. That was fine, all prepared in the first week. And the first fortnight of the experiment, I was gonna do reels. So my followers started at 1,623 and they increased in this fortnight doing reels by 73 followers. Now my plan was to do one reel a day for these two weeks. And I listened to a few podcasts and I watched a load of YouTube videos and I played around with the Instagram platform and editing features and then I played around with CapCut app and its features and I spent most of my fortnight trying to learn and figure things out because I had never really done reels before. I just kind of dabbled a bit. So my mental health this week It took so much of my brain space. I felt very overwhelmed very quickly and I felt like all I could think about was let's Instagram it, let's Instagram it, film it, let's Instagram it, and I wasn't present when I was creating my work. So this was a very low mental health score. I didn't like how obsessed I was with putting a reel up and then checking how many people had seen it as if there was any comments had I gone viral. My tip for this fortnight was to download CapCut. Now, CapCut app really helped with editing some of the videos. It made it a lot easier to kind of edit. I found it easier to use than Instagram, although I have to say over the last year, Instagram has provided tools that have made it a little bit easier. My big tip, though, was by the second week, Kind of got into a bit of a rhythm, and I would spend the day at the studio painting and making projects and kind of filming little bits here and there and taking photos here and there. And then when I got home at night, I would kind of edit them all together when I was sitting in bed and it was quiet. And I could then put together, say, two or three reels in a night and then save them in drafts. So that next day, I didn't have to worry about creating a reel. I just had to collect more content from what I was creating and I could put that reel together in, say, three nights' time because I already had reels sitting there ready to be uploaded. So that took a little bit of the pressure off. Um, The cons were that I hated being so connected to social media. I was on there so much. I also joined TikTok so that I could use the videos that I made into reels and then download them and then upload them to TikTok. So I ended up growing my TikTok. I think I've got something like 70 followers on TikTok which is good considering I'm on there all of three minutes a year. Um, The enjoyment was nil. I did not enjoy creating reels. I did not find it fun at all. Uh, The outcome was that I got 73 more followers and that I realised that editing videos is not a skill of mine. Uh, The top reels that I put up there was me peeling paint out of a paint bucket, which leads to no new followers because it doesn't show any of your work. So that's exciting. (laughs) Another thing, another outcome from that fortnight is that I really noticed my eight-year-old son filming himself drawing. He's great at editing. He's also great at drawing, but I am really nervous that he'll think it's normal to be on social media that much. Um, so this fortnight really kind of burnt me out a bit and made me see what potential it has to suck a lot of my time so the next fortnight was engagement so this fortnight i started with 1,696 followers and i ended up getting an extra 38 followers from engaging so this meant that myself and i also got my virtual artist assistant to help out, we were both spending three hours a week liking, commenting, and following other accounts. So, we're just basically making virtual friends, but it did mean a lot of doom scrolling. We'd scroll, see a photo, like it, comment on it. So, it, it did take up a fair bit of time. So, with my mental health, uh, it, it didn't help at all. I was already quite burnt out from doing the reels and then adding this on to spending a lot of time on social media more than I'm used to each week, it was a lot. So my tips were to engage in small chunks. Don't spend a whole hour on there because the whole day just kind of slips away from you while you're scrolling. Set a timer and make sure that you're on there for say 15 minutes. Uh, genuine comments and questions will often result in a response, which is quite nice. So kind of think out of the box. Just don't do the normal, you know, icons like clappy hands, love heart, uh pros were that I got 38 followers without putting in a huge amount of effort. The cons were that I felt like I was wasting my time. Um the enjoyment, no, there was no enjoyment. I didn't really like it at all. I don't really like social media in general. So the next fortnight was to go live. Now I started with 1734 followers and I picked up 37 new followers. Now the plan was to go live three times a week for the fortnight. So that was six times that I was going to go live. Now, the first time I went live was actually uh, a couple of days before this fortnight because there was a snake incident. Um, You can see the video Um, on my Instagram it's still on there and it was a teeny tiny little tree snake at the studio but I always go live when there's a scary animal at the studio because it's just me there and if the animal attacks me then someone has to call an ambulance and that's whoever's watching the live. Um, So the things I found really difficult uh, with going live is a lot of the time I just I didn't feel like being switched on I didn't feel like being engaging I just wanted to paint or to just be or to focus. Uh, I didn't want to have to brush my hair every day <laughs> or put on mascara or look like a normal human. Sometimes I just like to wear my pyjamas to the studio. One of the biggest issues is that I wanted to have something relevant to say. I didn't want to just create content for the sake of creating content. I wanted it to mean something. And it's really hard to come up with six meaningful things in, in two weeks, that's, that's a lot. Um, and the other thing is I was having a lot of trouble with sweating. So it was summer and I sweat when I'm nervous. So I was nervous going into each live. So I was sweating then and then it was hot. So I was sweating. And then generally a lot of the lives I'm moving around. So then I was sweating some more. And then also my studio is always hot. So super, super sweating. So every video, if you scroll back on my Instagram from that, that fortnight is just a sweaty me which is interesting. (laughs) Um, So for my mental health, it wasn't too bad. The only thing that I really, really struggled with was the the day that I was meant, one of the days I was meant to go live because I'd schedule it in my cat. I'd been up all night with my cat who wasn't well and I thought she was dying and I was lying next to her on the couch and I was like, oh, I've got to go live today. And I had bloodshot eyes and I was crying and it was just a mess and I was like, oh, I can't do it. Um, Don't worry, my cat's okay. She's fine now. But she is still 19 years old. So so it was hard to get myself in that frame of mind to go live. Um, My tip is to have something useful to say. Um, my pros are that I think it really showed my personality. Like it, it gave my viewers something more of me. Cons are that it's yet another thing to take away from valuable business time, uh, and enjoyment. Like I didn't mind going live. I like that. I could kind of communicate a little bit with friends that I hadn't spoken to in a while. They'd join in on live and I could say hi to them, which was nice. It made me feel a little bit connected and a little less alone. The next fortnight, I ran a competition. During this fortnight, so I started with 1,771 followers and I picked up seven new followers. Ah. (laughs) Now, I I guarantee that those seven new followers were not from running the competition because I had 37 entries from about 10 different people. So you could enter the more times I had a limited edition print that I was offering that was the giveaway and all you had to do was tag friends in that post and you could tag as many people as you wanted so I had 10 people go crazy with tagging people so I ended up with 37 tagged people in there Uh, and from all of those no one followed me Um, so it was an easy week because I had pre-scheduled all of the posts to go up with Buffer So I wasn't really on social media at all. Um, Mental health, it didn't really affect my mental health at all, mainly because I didn't have to be on social media. Uh, My tips are don't do it or if you are going to do it, do it with a bunch of other businesses so you get a bigger and better audience on you, not just your current community. Um, the pros were I was really excited that someone won the print and I was really happy to hand it over to him because he was stoked. That was great, but that's not a sustain, it's just sustainable business right there. And um, The cons were there was no return on investment <laughs> and enjoyment. Meh, eh, apart from handing over the print, meh, nothing. Uh, the next fortnight was cross-promotion. So I went from 1,778 followers and I got an extra 27 followers this fortnight. This fortnight, I started to reach out to friends and family and people that I really admired to see if they'd share a post of mine and I would share a post of theirs. So a little bit of a swapsy. So what I was hoping this would do would mean that we could kind of share followers a little bit and open up our community to other sets of eyes to see our work. Now, there were quite a few reasons why I absolutely loved this fortnight because it gave me an excuse to catch up with friends that I hadn't spoken to in ages. Everyone was so supportive. Everyone was like, yeah, let's do it. No one was like, no, I'm not sharing your stuff. And the, generally when it was shared, it was shared in stories. So it's not on the on the feed, but it was in stories. Um, so it wasn't going to ruin their aesthetic. Um, I loved sharing all the cool people I know. I realized I've got such a great network of people and that, I feel like I should really be utilising that network and I hope that within that network people can use me to help them. Um, So when I had influenced someone in my community and encouraged them to follow another artist, gosh, it made me feel good. It made me feel really good when, when we were kind of sharing our followers and I was helping other artists grow their following as well. Uh, and when I shared someone else's work, and I would get a message from a friend saying, "Of hey, course got work in my house," I'm like, "Oh, it's like really nice in- interconnected network of creatives, which I really loved." So my mental health for this fortnight was like ten out of ten. I like I feel like I was just simply better for having done this fortnight. I really, really enjoyed it, and at the end of the day, it didn't take a huge amount of effort. My tips are I'd suggest writing a list of amazing people you want to share before you start doom scrolling on Instagram. So that means you can open up the platform, message them them straight away before you get stuck in that horrible scroll. The pros are that it meant that I could support other artists, which made me feel really, really good. And it felt really good to have other artists support me too. I felt really connected. And I got 27 extra followers as a bonus. The cons were I couldn't share my mom's account because she's got it on private and she had some cool stuff to share. That's it. Oh, and I did a bit of doom scrolling too, which is a bit of a con. Um, but enjoyment, this was next level. This is by far the best fortnight. I'll happily do this all the time. The next fortnight was paid boosted posts. So you know how when you put a post up, And then you open up Instagram like two days later and Instagram's like, hey, you should totally boost this image. You should totally boost this post. And so instead of ignoring it, I said, yes, boost the post. And so the first one I boosted, it cost me $48 over six days. I got 143 profile visits and 38 new followers. Uh, And the second post, which was a photo of me being filmed by a camera, I was talking about being in the media and stuff like that. Um, Instagram kept bugging me to boost it, so I did. I told Instagram to spend $8. Instagram spent $23 uh, over four days and I had 118 profile visits and 10 new followers. But so that gives me, so it's 10 new followers and the other one was 38 new followers, that's 48. But I ended up getting 74 new followers for this boosted post post. Uh, fortnight. Now, the reason why that is is because I went to a launch event and I was the artist ambassador for the event, so I think I picked up a ton of followers from that as well. Uh, so my mental health is fine. I didn't really go on social media much this fortnight. It was actually a nice break from it. Uh, I didn't feel great about paying uh, big corporations my money, but it's all part of an experiment, I guess. So my tips from this fortnight are don't part with your hard-earned money. The pros are that I didn't have to do anything except hand over my money, but the cons are that I did hear that your overall engagement kind of drops after you've paid for ads. I didn't really notice this because I'm a little bit oblivious um, and the enjoyment was, you know, mediocre, none. (laughs) Uh, the next fortnight was to get onto featured accounts. So, you know, sometimes you put a post up and then you get these messages on it saying like, DM this post to this account. And I thought, okie dokie. So I sent one of my posts through to an account that was suggested to me. I think it was an artist's group or something. And it was going to cost me 12 US dollars to be featured on the account. So I had one image that was going to go up on there. They had 155,000 followers. So they put the post up. I got one legitimate comment on it and no followers. So then the next week I tried a women's small business page, which had almost a million followers. And this one cost me 35 US dollars. (laughs) Yes, I know that's about 50 Australian dollars. So I paid it. And then the next day I woke up and I had a thousand new followers. And I was like, oh my God. I've gone viral. I'm super famous. And then I realized that that's what I was buying, followers not uh, being featured. And I was so disappointed because I had all these grand plans to celebrate when I hit 2,000 followers and I felt like they got taken away and I felt dirty and I felt like a fake and I just didn't like it. Uh, My mental health this fortnight, in all honesty, I'd been pretty deflated about this whole experiment and I was just kind of dragging myself over the finishing line. And then when I realized that I accidentally bought all these followers, I just kind of entirely deflated. My tips are don't be naive like me and hold on to your money. The pros are if you're applying to, you know, street art festivals that are really interested in looking at your Instagram account, because they want to see how many followers you've got, The great thing is you could buy yourself 10,000 followers for what, a couple hundred bucks? And that's going to look from the outside like you're really legitimate. Uh, But in all honesty, it's just a bunch of bots that are probably going to start slowly unfollowing you as they have done to me. The cons are that you will get stalked by spam accounts. So even a year after this, I'm still having to block and flag spam weekly. Uh, enjoyment no there's no enjoyment I still feel dirty about accidentally buying the followers I won't be doing that again so during the get on featured accounts fortnight I went from 1,879 followers to 3,488 so that gave me 1,609 extra followers and I still feel dirty saying that I have to say, though, over the time, I've lost probably about 500 of those followers that joined. They've just slowly unsubscribed over time or unfollowed, I should say, over time. And then I've had to genuinely fight to get subscribers back since then, but don't worry, I haven't bought them. So a couple of overall thoughts around this experiment um, and some of the outcomes that have come out of it. And the first one is that I put a 15-minute social media lockout timer on my phone. So this means that every day I've got 15 minutes to use Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Messenger, uh, uh, Twitter, or no, now it's called X or something. Uh, I've got 15 minutes. So I jump on, check my DMs, reply to any DMs, see if there's any comments, reply to comments, and I might have just enough time to put a post up if I've been out on site or something, and that's it, which means I can't doom scroll, which is fantastic. And I've had that timer on now for a year, and it is – Amazing. My screen time has dropped so much. I can't recommend it enough. And that is just through your, well, through an iPhone, it's through your settings. Uh, I've also been a lot more chill on my content planner. So I pretty much just put up the essentials on social media. And if I'm working on like a big mural or something, I'll throw it out there, but I'm not putting a huge amount of emphasis on it. And I, it's pretty rare for me to put a lot of reels up, maybe one reel a fortnight, if that. And I don't put pressure on myself. To put anything else up. What I do focus on is my e-newsletter. So I'm putting a lot more energy into that and the podcast. And I also have a YouTube channel as well because the content that goes out onto the podcast and YouTube channel doesn't disappear into a feed. It stays there constantly and people can search for it and find it. Uh, I've realised how much I create interaction with other artists. So this information there, it was a realisation that I had last year and this year I've really started to form a creative business group which is actually launching this Friday, the 2nd of February and it's a group coaching uh, group and we're all working together to build our creative businesses to so be have to work full-time and be profitable and thriving so the fact that I really wanted to be with other artists and have that community around me I've built one for myself so if you're interested as well jump on the website scullydesign.com and if you head over to the group coaching page you have to sign up on Friday or add yourself to the mailing list and I'll tell you about it um I've ended up favoriting the best accounts, the accounts that make me feel really good so that when I open up Instagram, they're the ones that pop up first. So there's a couple of mural artists that I just love following because they're funny and there's a couple of Instagram accounts that are just feel good accounts like the happiness movement and they're just about good news, like just good things that happen that people are doing. So I make sure that they're the first things that I see. And also any of my coaching clients or anyone in the group coaching, I'll add them as favourites. So everything I see, I can support and like what they're doing. When I'm at home, I don't touch my phone. So my phone goes into a little charging case that we've got in the kitchen and it charges and I don't touch it. That's it, simple. I don't want want my nine-year-old son to think that it's okay to be on your phone all the time. As I mentioned before, I'm really leaning into my e-newsletter. Um, putting all the really important, all the juicy stuff in that and focusing on the community that I already have rather than Instagram at the moment, which feels like I'm talking to a brick wall. And this brings me to my final point. Over this three-month period of the Instagram experiment, I looked at the stats of how much Instagram was supporting my business. And over the three months, I got no artwork sales from Instagram I got two mural inquiries, one of it which I went out to site, measured up the wall. I quoted on both these murals and then got ghosted afterwards by both of them. I was asked six questions, all of which were about framing prints, which was odd. Uh, I got two connections with new people, one of which I met in person, which was nice. And I think they could be good relationships in the future. I had no workshop bookings through Instagram. I had 153 people visit my website from Instagram, which is less than 15% of my overall website visits. Now, that tells me that Instagram is not adding to my business value right now, which brings me to 2024 and my plan. My plan is to take a step even further away from social media. And I feel like a lot of artists are doing this. It's been really tough the last year with the algorithm. It feels like no one is seeing what you post and it's getting harder and harder. So my plan is to use the network that I have, which is you, and is my amazing mailing list. It is all the wonderful people that I've met in every country that I've lived. It's all my friends, my family, people that I've studied with, conferences that I've gone to, all of these great connections that I have. These are the people that I'm going to work with to build my business because people genuinely want to help. So this is my plan moving forward is less social media, more person-to-person marketing. How that might look I will tell you later on in the year when I've got some results for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, this is all in the blog post over on the website link in the show notes. If you have any questions or ideas around marketing, please feel free to reach out. My email is podcast at Otherwise, until next week, see you. Thank you for tuning in to the Art and Business and Murals podcast. Please feel free to reach out by email at podcasts at sarahscully.com or follow up the show notes on the website at sarascully.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and fellow creatives. I'd like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast, the Gubbi Gubbi people, and I'd like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.